Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. How are you? We just had a 35-minute staff meeting. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and per our staff meeting, everything's good. <laughs> yeah, everything's totally fine. But this We actually planned for like three weeks ahead, which has been very unlike us for the whole entire summer. So yeah, this whole I feel summer like we're getting back to normal. <laughs> we planned four weeks in advance, actually. Oh, four weeks. Wow. You guys prepare thyselves because it's going to be a, it's a, gonna be a great. roller coaster for a few weeks. Yeah, exactly. And December has a lot of fun stuff coming for it, which we're excited about. Yes. Uh, but one of the things that we also discussed in our staff meeting that just ended, and by staff <laughs> meeting, the only attendees were me, Esther, my dog, Mac, and my dog, Doogie. <laughs> they didn't have very much to uh, no. add, but no. I'm sure they're They added like emotional comfort because that's what we needed. Exactly. <laughs> so it turns out that me and my infinite ability to read have been calling the deck we reviewed last week by the wrong name for over a year since I got it. <laughs> Well, I mean, we were the ones who called ourselves the horrible adorable. So I think it's kind of still in the same vein. Of oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, we we knew that we'd gotten the name of the creator wrong. We said Pixie Occult, but it's Pixel Occult. Pixel Occult, yes. But I literally thought that you were pulling my leg when you said <laughs> it's Adorabissal, not Adorabismal. Yes, and I, I looked like, and I like Googled sure? it to make sure. And Google was like, do you mean Adora Bissell to Oracle? And I was like, really, Google, thank you for betraying me. Seriously, I have been completely calling it Adora Bismol since I backed it on Kickstarter because that's such a cute pun. Yes, it really is. So we apologize to Pixel Occult for not only getting your name wrong, which is like the first asshole move. Yeah, that but is also getting the Oracle deck name wrong in all of the citation, like everything. So... <laughs> We apologize. We linked the to the right place, though, right? Like people. Were yes. Oh, yes. All it. the links are perfect. Everything is fine. It's just I, in reading it quickly, I did not realize that the M was not supposed to be there. It is supposed to be there, Esther. I agree to disagree. I know. I think it's. I thought it was like ador- adorable and abysmal, but apparently yeah. not. So anyway, we're big giant idiots, but also (laughs) last week's episode was super fun. If you haven't listened to it, you can, even though the title is of that deck incorrectly. Yes. Yes. We do a lot of fun stuff and we did really fun readings for each other. So check it out. It was a not very well downloaded episode. I know. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's It's fine. We're all fine. Everything kind of drops off after Halloween. So it's fine. Yeah, exactly. People are busy. Stuff gets crazy. All right. Anyway, so our apologies to Pixel Occult. And look forward to fun, exciting things happening in December. We're planning like Yule stuff already. Yes. We're trying to be more on top of shit. Like Yule is like a pretty, not only a holiday that we both enjoy pretty intensely. Yeah. But also like it's like anniversary wise for the podcast is pretty significant. True. So true. we're trying to plan lots of fun stuff for that time of year. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Okay. I like it. Oh, should we also plug uh, Tara's podcast? Oh, yeah, we should. And also plug your book code for Wiser Books. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wait. So now, new segment. Time for plugs. Plugs. Butt plugs. (laughs) 
No, somebody that's else from, already that's doing from, that. That's from heaving bosoms. We can't <laughs> yeah. steal that from them. But we, this still is more fun. No, no, no. That's from wine and crime. Oh, wine and crime. That's right. That's true. <laughs> we can't steal that. But we can't. We can just do. And now it's time for plugs. That's the official title of the segment. Okay, that's that's in, that's the official like transition t- song. <laughs> yeah. And now exactly. it's time for plugs. <laughs> Feel free to turn that into an actual song if you so are so inclined. Anyway, so uh, two things. Esther and I both were individually interviewed for our friend and listener Tara's podcast, Talk Witchy to Me. Yeah. Which was really fun. Esther recorded first, and so I got little sneak peeks about what Esther talked about because Tara kind of kept referencing it. So okay, it's that's fun good. because I was like... Because I spilled some secrets, and I was like, should I spill these secrets? How much? How many secrets can I spill? Ooh, I don't know what the secrets are, though. I'll have well, to I tried to, to be like, okay, so I tried to be like really coded because I don't want like secrets to get out and then expectations from everyone for it to happen like right now. Oh. So that's why that's why I was kind of like guarded with the secrets. But I was like, oh yeah, was that's not the sort secrets. of secrets that she was telling me. It turned okay, into okay. sort of like a newlywed game because at one point she was oh. like, what have you, like how has been working with Esther been like something that's affected your magical practice? And I was like, she told me how working with you has affected her magical practice. And I was like, oh, oh it's wait, like no. pressure. What was I guessing? <laughs> there was something else where, oh, she asked like what the decks, what our favorite, like absolute favorite decks were, like our oh, yes. desert island decks. And I guessed right on the first try. Oh. Anyway, you'll have to listen to Talk Witchy to me to hear our full. I think that I talked to Tara for like an hour and a half. So, yeah, those will be really fun. over an hour. So, yeah, Esther's going to go first and <laughs> then I'll be the next week. But then the other thing that we need to plug is that Wiser Books, who's the publisher behind Queering the Tarot and Tarot for Troubled Times, among others, uh, is offering our listeners a 33% off discount. Um, it's You just have to use the promo code H-L-L-Y in uh, the store, which is kind of difficult to navigate, but it's they're doable. publishers, not website it, design yes. people. Yes. <laughs> Definitely so do it you, from my home computer if you can. Yeah, like, it's not super functional on a uh, mobile device. It, do, it does work, but it's it hard does to work. search. It's just not as designed for that yeah and that coupon code goes for basically anything that's in their shop so they uh offered it to me after sending me a deck to review on my instagram just like for the holly enchanted which is why the code is my first name (laughs) without any vowels (laughs) but holly enchanted and wildly tarot are so intrinsically linked that it's for everybody and we can't like pass up a good deal like that's the thing like if we find a good deal like on decks we instantly tell you all about these good deals yeah exactly that's like our sharing spirit exactly so if you have anything that you've been eyeballing that's been published by wiser or any of their like sort of partner subsidiaries they have like tons of witchy books like yeah, there's tons there, of that, stuff. There's there was that the one that you got that was red cover and black um about oh, more the, like witchiness. Oh, what was that called? Yeah, becoming dangerous, becoming oh, dangerous. Becoming dangerous. <laughs> like, that's right. Yeah. Did you see me pull out my flashlight cuz my bookshelf is just far enough away? <laughs> I was like, are you trying to take a picture of it and then no. like zoom yeah, in? Yeah, and then zooming so in. Hey, move. that would have been a really good strategy too. <laughs> No, I needed to have some light because it's like just in the corner of darkness. It's called Becoming okay. Dangerous. That was really good. It's very like anecdotal, so it's not going to be instructional, but that's yeah. kind of fun. It's fun to yeah. see sort of people's experiences with it. So anyway, 
All of that is to say, use the coupon code HLLY um, just because you'll get 33% off, which basically is fantastic, especially if you're buying more than just one item. It like, And especially if Christmas, because the code is good for like the end until the end of November, right? So Christmas is coming. Witchy exchanges are starting to happen on lots of Facebook groups. So yeah. And it's, yeah, it's good till the end of the year. So yeah, it's worth yeah. checking out. And so it'll be, there'll be links in our show notes. Just in case you can't find the website. <laughs> we can't okay. help you navigate it, though. Yep. Can't. Sorry. What deck are you using for card of the day, Esther? I am using our Wiley Tarot Jelly Bean deck. Oh, yay. That's what I'm, that's what I'm officially like calling it now, because it's not like the big size deck. It's our little jelly bean deck. And oh, so, cute. I like I it. I do, too. Well, also, we officially have had more of the little ones go out than the big ones go out, because I think we only sold, like, 30 of the big ones, and we've sold, yeah. like, 55 of the little ones. Ooh, that's exciting, especially, yeah. like, Moonlight Phase Bags. I've been seeing them pop into people's feeds and stuff. I know. It's so exciting. <laughs> and all the cats. I, like, there's been two cats so far, and I've just been excited just to have the cats bless our bags. Like, yeah, exactly. I think any sort of cat showing up on any item of tarot is, like, a blessing for the cat. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So, yes, I'm using our little jelly bean deck. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Justice is our car of the day. And justice is fairness, cause and effect. We're causing and affecting so much. Like any, everything that we're doing is causing and affecting. Yeah, so well, that's We true. had that conversation before we started. I like justice. It's Libra season. We just ended Libra season. So maybe we're hopefully getting that fair and balanced energy like into That we lives, kind of hopefully. missed out on Libra season because stuff got so busy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we're like, let's bring it in here. I know, please. Like, let, let this episode give us some balance. Exactly. Let's do our first question. It's from Mercedes. And Mercedes says, I'm in the process of recovering from a long-term illness, which is in the past, but has left me feeling a bit lost. Although I've improved a lot, I wonder what the cards say about a rewarding life path or purpose for me. So fun. Yay. So I think we could probably do, like, pull cards, each pull a card for what the life path and purpose should be, and then, like, maybe cards for how to make the first steps. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I am doing the modern witch again. Again. uh, Lisa Steele and liminal 11. I'm trying to break in this card stock. Okay. I, I keep like almost buying it. So you should, because we should totally review it. It's great. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, when I buy the sex deck that we're going to review on Patreon eventually, um, I w- should also buy the modern tear at the same time to shave sa- to shave on shipping. <laughs> to, shave <laughs> to shave on shipping. Shave on shipping. Which one is the one we're gonna do on Patreon? Well, okay, so we were gonna do like Sex Dex 2.0, and then oh, so right, I was right, right, do, right, right. And so I was gonna do one that our friend Terror Tidbit seventy eight sent us. I was gonna purchase that one because she yes, had some yes, good yes. tips, <laughs> and that was not a pun. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was very proud of that pun, though. So. Yeah, exactly. I know you love puns so much that when you accidentally make one, you're like, oh, fuck yes. I just accidentally made a pun. That like, I, I'm, I'm literally like Liz Lemon, like high-fiving myself over here, like all the time. <laughs> that is one of my favorite gifts of all time. Yeah, I know. Okay, so for Mercedes. Ooh, come on. Why did like 400 cards flop out? Because it's the whole entire arcana is your destiny. The entire major arcana. (laughs) It's because it's Mercury retrograde, and we're just hoping that this episode can be released eventually. Oh my gosh, I forgot that that we could have potential electronic problems. Nope. Like every other Mercury retrograde. Yeah, we're okay so far. Just keep an eye on stuff. 
All right. So I, for Mercedes, life, path, or purpose. I'm going to pull two because you know me. Oh, that's fine. Half of my cards went back into the deck backwards, so... Okay, so what two cards did you draw? So the funny thing is that I got the Ten of Wands and the Four of Swords. And so I think that it's almost like, for my perspective, being like, maybe let yourself still recover a little bit before you worry too much about your life mission. Yeah, because I got the Two of Pentacles and the Nine of Wands. So to me, it's like perseverance, you know, resilience, but creating that balance in your life first. Yeah. To me, like, you've, you've been through so much with this. So allow that balance to kind of shift and happen before worrying about life. Purpose. Yeah, yeah, totally. So maybe then instead of path in life, we should do specifically life purpose. Yeah, because I think the path in life right now, it's kind of like you're really exhausted and you need to allow yourself to rest and kind of yes. like recuperate from being sick and just like trying to be back in your everyday life and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. maybe li- ultimate life purpose would be more of a good card to pull. Okay. Ultimate life purpose. I got the Queen of Cups. So I think that it was kind of being like, give yourself some space. The Knight of Wands. And the Knight of Wands is like very passionate and inspirational person, especially with the Queen of Cups, a very emotionally intelligent person. Yeah, totally. So I definitely see someone who's very driven and... And I think that like sitting and understanding of themselves so that they can sort of show like almost model action to other mm-hmm. people. Like, cause the knight is more outward facing than the queen. Yeah. So sort of like understanding your own emotional depths so that you can bring forward strategies to other people, like a mentorship thing almost. Yeah. That's what I was definitely thinking, like a men- being a mentor in some capacity because that having that passion, that drive, but also that emotional stability and emotional yeah. intelligence definitely is a nice balance with that sort of totally um, life purpose. All right, Mercedes. So now we're going to pull sort of some next steps. I think that like obviously working through those cards we initially pulled, the nine of uh, wands, the ten of wands, and the four of swords is going to be a component of it. But I think maybe pulling cards for like what you can tangibly do as a first step towards that queen of cups. It was You said knight of wands? Knight of wands, yeah. Knight of wands, perfect. Okay. And I think... The card that I drew goes along with the mentorship capacity. Oh, tell me more. Because I got the Hierophant. So that's like higher learning, you learning from someone else to then be able to pass that learning on to someone else. So I definitely think like starting to put your toes into the ground to get further learning and start to, for me, it's like education based. And I got the Nine of Cups and I feel like maybe the Hierophant paired with the Nine of Cups could also be like taking stock of your own connection between this world and, Mm -hmm. you know, like the higher planes of knowing or whatever, taking stock in what you've already accomplished and sort of like, for some reason I'm getting a lot of like checklist Mm -hmm. about this. Like if you have, if you've taken stock of the, everything that you've already kind of accomplished, then you can find areas in which you could find a teacher that would help you grow even further. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. Well, that's kind of exciting. And well, and the bottom card in Katie Roberts style is the Empress. So I think that just kind of closes up everything, like the energy of the whole. Yeah, you're going to like your your ultimate life purpose is to be nurturing and mentoring other people. 
Yeah. Um, but I think right now giving yourself the time to be less active and like mm-hmm. recover some more. And yes, that's the other thing about the higher font and the nine of cups is that that isn't like a rushing forward pairing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like a sitting and thinking pairing. Yes. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Don't force yourself to rush in ways that you're not comfortable with, basically. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well, good luck, Mercedes. Yeah. We love you and hope that this uh, was helpful. So um, our second question is from Monica. I want to fill my tiny new apartment with houseplants and start a witchy windowsill garden with sage, lavender, rosemary. But I am currently unemployed and I know I shouldn't be spending frivolously right now. My question is... This is like very Holly question. Like, yeah, we- <laughs> the way that it's the way it's framed is Phrase. like. Also, don't ever ask me questions like this because about buying know- stuff because we yeah. will both we are both enablers. We will both say no. You should buy it. It's like well, it's like you need this. And also with plants, it's like you just have to buy one. Like I have one pothos in my office that has been so happy and successful that I just keep cutting off trimmings. I filled my entire office with vines yeah. from this one plant. Yeah. And to me, this isn't frivolous spending. It's necessary magical spending. But we're going back to the question. Okay. <laughs> That's why we have to pull cards for it instead of just giving our opinion. Because both of us are like, do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> my question is, do I have to wait until I cash my first paycheck to buy plants? Or can I trust the paycheck will come soon enough that it's okay to green up my life right now? Well, I'm going to tell you that if you green up your life herbally, you're green will start to happen yeah it's all connected it's all connected in the circle of life (laughs) in the circle of green green (laughs) okay (laughs) so this is kind of not necessarily a yes or no but it's not like our typical like two pathway sort of question yeah with this i just pulled the ten of pentacles and the ten of swords so i feel like it's kind of like for just sort of general energy of the question i feel like it's just sort of like saying acknowledging that there's like that fear and anxiety, but also that filling your house with greenery will make you feel accomplished and like lush and happy. And the 10 of swords in this deck is also a meme that you've seen where it's the woman laying on her side with a phone. So it's kind of like maybe in that context saying that, that part of the reason that you feel like you need to fill your house with, with greenery is because you see other people doing it. But yeah. then the confirmation of the Ten of of uh, Pentacles is like, but it really will feel good. Yeah. Right now it may feel like painful to spend that extra money on something like that. But in the end, it would be worth it for you. Yeah. And sorry, just because this was such a weird question for, not weird question for me, but I guess difficult to like divorce my own feelings from. <laughs> so I pulled two more cards okay. uh, about kind of timing and got the six of swords and the empress. And so I think that that's sort of saying like, if you decide to just go for it and just sort of like leave behind worries about like whether or not you should, it'll be good. It'll make you feel positive And like you're, nurturing something and accomplishing something i like it do you want to pull cards for it i just totally took over no no it's fine (laughs) i've just been here shuffling being emotionally supportive and and laughing at all the jokes because esther and i are both like buy some plants buy some plants just buy the plants or find somebody who obviously loves plants like if you when people come into my office and they say oh my god you have so many beautiful plants in here i always say would you like a clipping of one of my plants yeah because it's really easy to root especially something like pothos or 
uh, snake plants or even some more like frondy things, you can really easily root a lot of plants in water yes. to get started. And when you yeah. plant stuff, you can plant stuff in old cans. Like I have a vine mm-hmm. that was given to me by my friend Rachel because she was moving and this vine had been a gift from her neighbor and it was like literally in an old hot chocolate can. Oh, And yeah. as long as you're careful about watering, that's a fine place for yeah. plants to live. As long yeah. as you don't like soak it regularly, they're totally happy in any receptacle mm-hmm. you can come up with. So all you really need to do is start keeping an eye out for plants and you'll probably be able to find clippings. And in some parts yeah. of the country, you can just like actually propagate shit that's growing in the wild. Yeah. Pothos is such a good example because it's a foolproof new plant owner plant, basically. But in, like, Florida and parts of the South, Pothos just grows. Grows naturally. Like, ferns the same way. Yeah. My my forest had, like, tons of ferns in it. God, I'm so jealous of that. Once I was at my in-law's house and I walked into the backyard and they had this volunteer fern growing in their wood pile. Mm -hmm. And our area is so dry here, but they live in Florida. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't even keep a fern alive. And you just have ferns, like, popping out of the wood. (laughs) It was yes. so cool. But that's yeah. the thing about plants is that they want to live. Yeah. I would do some research before you just go like chopping off limbs from Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bushes. Definitely don't do that. And ask people yeah. instead of just taking clippings. But I think that plant lovers want to share their plant love with people. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that like just keeping an eye out. And even like when sometimes some of my most hardy plants have been just grocery store plants that were mm-hmm. like on clearance in the florist section for like $4. Yeah. And you can also like rosemary and other herbs. You can also like take part of them off. You just need to have like a good root system that comes along with it. You can't yeah. like get trimmings from rosemary or, or Oh, sage, that's true. I guess like, I didn't think like about that. that. If there are people like that are around you that you know have their own herb gardens, like that's kind of the inspirations coming from, you can always just take a little part of that rosemary and it will grow bigger. Yeah. So rosemary like grows. So I can't keep herbs alive in my house at all. So I just blocked off that part of the question. Yeah. I, I, I can't really keep any plants because they like somehow they like emit, they're the ones that soak up all the, I don't want to say like the bad energy, the negative energy that's directed towards my house. Like it's, but they're better than black tourlamine for like rejecting energy. Yeah. So they all die really fast. No matter what I do. Who's trying to send all this negative energy to you? I have no idea. But I purchased flowers on Friday for my ancestors' altar. Saturday morning, half of them were brown. Whoa. I was a bit freaked out. That's so. wild. Yeah. yeah. No so it's, it's, just, it's just what I kind of expect now. I'm like, okay, thank you for your contribution and so keep the negative <laughs> energy. Thank you for your sacrifice. My Does it change if it's living plants? Like, would living plants last longer? No. It's living, living plants, they, they don't, they last a little longer, but they are not healthy. Dang. So, yeah. And I've tried everything, so it's okay. Yeah. I just, I typically have a green thumb, but, and I'd like to have more of a green thumb, but I, I think it's just energetic negativity. Yeah. Well, I, so herbs I can't do mostly because I think that they they need more light mm-hmm. and they need it to be a little bit damper. And it's just so dry in our houses because of all of our air conditioning. Yeah. But otherwise, my plant situation is extensive, and I think that it really does help a lot with my mood. So if you feel mm-hmm. like having even just a plant would help, go buy a pothos and start clipping your own pothos and rooting it in water and then planting them in cans, and you can fill your whole house with plants over the course of, like, a couple of months. I love it! Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> like, getting a little green witchy on the podcast. Exactly! Exactly! 
I like it. And in a rare situation, we're doing a third question because this one was time sensitive and actually, yeah, seemed like it needed to be answered today. So we added it. It's from Nicole. Yeah. Nicole is hilarious because she said she was trying to be short-winded and like brief, but this is the (laughs) longest backstory ever, which I am fine with because it's very interesting and I relate to it heavily, but... I did laugh when at the end of her message, she got, I'm sorry I failed in my attempt at brevity. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. We all do. Okay, it's fine. We understand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You listen to our podcast. You understand. We're, we, we understand where you're going. Uh, right, exactly. All right, so Nicole says, just a little background on me. I promise I'll try to be brief. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> For most of my life, I've taken it upon myself to be the responsible one. I grew up with, I grew up with a spontaneous, strong-willed, and loving mother She lives life fully on her own terms, and while I admire her for it now, growing up was spent very much alone and caring for my younger brother. So from a young age, I blocked out most of my own desires that they seemed even minutely unrealistic. I moved from my hometown with my boyfriend, which I in no way regret, but it is added to the sense that I have no control over anything. I always wanted to leave Miami, but never had the will to do it on my own terms. I think people would describe me as quirky, loud, and bright, but truth be told, every day is a battle against a depressive episode." I'm a novice to tarot, and my cards have always seemed weary and blocked. I've always felt I was living someone else's life and that I would never find my truth. Well, one week ago, I fell suddenly, and I mean, bam, from morning to afternoon ill, and had to leave work for the emergency room. I had surgery the next day. Bear in mind that this was a minor routine surgery. However, I've never spent any amount of time in the hospital before. I felt betrayed. I have always done the right thing. I eat right, exercise, never use a sick day, which, girl, that's your main problem. If you've never used a sick day, I tell you this, Esther, all the time. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Be sick when you're sick. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) That's my rant. I or be, always feel or like be you not sh- sick and take a sick day anyway. Yeah, exactly. Take a yeah, sick day when you're things. just feeling overwhelmed. It's yes. fine. Anyway, so she says, I mean, I don't even really drink, yet there I was, helpless on a hospital bed. I shortly thereafter had a moment of clarity. After talking it over with my mom, I made a decision, my very own decision, a selfish one. I decided that in about a month's time to quit my job and take a trip to the Philippines, my mother's home, to pay respects to my grandparents and discover something new about myself, maybe. On my return, I want to go back to school to study art history like I've always wanted. I feel so empowered, and my cards seem to reflect this sudden energy also. Then the doubt seeped in again. I'm back to questioning myself. Is this right? What makes me think I deserve something like this? What if I've made a huge mistake? My partner is extremely supportive and thinks this is something I need, but how can I convince myself of this too? I don't want to become my own roadblock. I'm hoping you can shed some light. Will this change really be what I need to connect with myself? Are these the right steps to discovering my own truth? I know this seems like a lot. Any help would be amazing. Thank you for being so wonderful. Sorry I failed at my attempts at brevity. <laughs> Love you guys. That was so cute. And for some reason, I feel, like, really choked up. Oh, I think it was very, it was, it was succinct as much as you yeah, could be. Because I think, I think we needed this backstory to kind of help the, with the context. Yeah, totally. And I feel like very, it's super relatable, relatable to me to have everyone think that you're just like loud and quirky and everything's fine when you secretly feel like you're fighting off a lot of sort of inner turmoil and anxiety yeah. and stuff like that. So that's very relatable to me. And I am excited about the idea of her going to the Philippines, yeah. making like a pilgrimage and, you know, trying to figure out stuff about yourself and then going back to school. All of those things feel so positive, but I totally understand second guessing yourself. I empathize with this a lot because this is exactly what I went to right before I moved to Korea. 
because Korea was a totally me-driven thing. Like, I knew I had to do it, like, within me. And no one else kind of understood the decision. And even though people were supportive, um, this was something where I had to go find myself and, like, do what I wanted for once in my life. Yeah. And as the oldest of a thousand children, you had to be such a responsible person. Yes. For so much of your life, too. Yeah. So I, so I, and like, there were those times of doubts, like, well, am I doing this for the right reasons? Is it going to, it's going to change things within me, but what, how will those changes, like, what are the cause and effects of those changes as yeah. a justice card? Like, totally. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just a lot of things to think about. So, and you don't want to be a selfish person at the same time. You want to stand up for yourself and be who yeah. you know that there's something deeper inside to unlock. Yeah. And I say this a lot, but as far as we know, we just have like one try of being humans on this planet. <laughs> so Holly's hoping it's only humans one time. She wants something else next. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for the next assignment, please. Third rock for the sun style. Yeah. The big giant head. Please send me somewhere else next time. But anyway. A non-corporal body would be preferred. Yeah. But no matter what, I mean, as far as we know, for sure, we only have one chance. And so, like, making decisions to make yourself happy can feel selfish. But also, it's so necessary because. It really is. You just don't know if you're going to. Yeah you know, be able to make those decisions later. And you want, like, no regrets looking back at the rest of your life. Like, well, what if I did this and I didn't, you know, what if I did go to the Philippines and you ended up not going? Like, well, what if... And especially if if all of the cards, if all of your card pulling is, like, very enthusiastic about you going, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That totally is saying that's the right move. But let's still pull cards because I know how it feels to feel like you're too close to it to really get a good handle on it. Yes, yes, yes. So what do we want to do? I don't know because, of course, like, we already kind of know the energy about, like, what's kind of going on. So we don't really need to pull energy for the situation or things like that. And um, I don't really necessarily think, like, a two-pathway spread will, like, if she stays home or if she goes. I don't know if that would be quite applicable. What about... Ooh, you know that spread that I wrote a really long time ago about the what's the worst that could happen? Oh, yes, 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 yes. That one's kind of all about standing in your own way. Okay. So that might be helpful. Let me find it. Hold on one second. Uh, let's see. Which one would be better? Getting it together is how you're feeling, energy surrounding the event, what you could do to prepare further, an area to focus on, a reminder to yourself and the outcome. An anxiety-ridden spread for preparing for the absolute worst is what the heck am I doing? What's really scaring me? What's the worst that can happen? How I can avoid that worst thing? And then a two-card pep talk, pep talk using tarot and oracle cards. I like the second one spread i think okay. the second's more holistic in its approach instead of a specific event specific yeah event yeah because okay the same is more of like a whole t- like a time period like art school and traveling so. yeah cool okay i'm gonna switch decks because modern witch just gave me the four of swords and the ten of pentacles again and i feel like oh. it's telling You've been me it needs some too yeah exactly <laughs> i've been shuffling like crazy i think that it might need a little bit of a break Okay, I'm using, I switched to, to Muse Tarot, because I think it's very applicable for what Nicole is going through, the Muse cycle. Yeah, oh, that's so true. So, so true. Okay, I don't know what the spread is, so um, oh, hold on can you assign me a question? Yes, you go first. <laughs> you are doing, what the heck am I doing slash thinking? Okay, what the heck am I doing slash thinking? Okay, so what the heck is Nicole doing and thinking? <laughs> Tell us, cards. Okay. I love what I've just pulled. For Yay! 
What did you pull? So I literally got the queen of voices, which I take that as her using her own voice mm-hmm. to kind of embark on whatever's coming next. And the voices in the Muse Tarot is the queen of swords. So you're, there's a, there's clear thinking. There's clear thought process. Totally, totally. Not like this is not totally based on like an emotional decision like the queen of cups would be. This is totally like making sure all your T's are dotted and T like. T's are dotted. What was that? Eyes are dotted and T's are crossed. <laughs> Sorry. I just love the okay. idea of thinking that that's how you're supposed to do a T. And people are like, I know. what well, are they I, saying? I, I, I said it and then I doubted myself and then I was like, no, that's right. And then I kept saying it. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I love that, but I love that the title is Queen of Voices, especially because yeah, like, she's now in a time own, where she's Finding your voice. own voice. Yeah, totally. Okay. And then also the six of emotions, there's that nostalgia going on. There's that, like, what is best for my family? What is best for me? Yeah. Like, there's that, still that yearning, then that connection to the past. So I definitely think that that's what the, yeah. f- what the F is going on, heck is going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely confirming sort of like the decision to go back to the Philippines and kind of like commune mm-hmm. with like ancestral stuff yes yeah all right so what is really scaring me what is really scaring nicole do to do we got the world and the king of wands okay so i feel like just the thing that's scaring you is having to be so in control and be sort of like the master of your own experience yeah like the f- fear, maybe if you're feeling sort of queen of swordsy, you're feeling very clear minded about it. But then the king of wands is like actually putting that into action. That mm-hmm. can feel really intimidating. And when there's kind of like a whole entire new world of opportunity that you're sort of stepping into as the person who's in control of your own experience with that world of opportunity, that can be really, really intimidating. So that's what's yeah. actually scaring you is just like, you know, can I be this leader? And I think the answer because of these two cards is you absolutely can. You're stepping into a position of power, Mm. not a position of lack of control. Yes. I like it. All right. So the next position is what's the worst that can happen? So what's the worst that can happen? Okay. Okay. So interestingly, I got the seven of voices, which is the seven of swords and the three of materials, which is the three of pentacles. Hmm. So I sort of see the seven of voices in this, in the negative aspect as like later being betrayed or like feeling like you've been betrayed by making this decision. Maybe like leaving will mean that sort of teams are working without you and people won't need yeah. you as much. Yeah. And, and also like just kind of like the shifting of, cause I see the, the, the three of materials here has three people's heads. So I see this as potentially like the relationships with other people that yeah. have happened and transpired. And then that's that change will make you feel like, like you've missed out and that there's yeah. a loss and that you've kind of, there's that like sort of sense of betrayal of them yeah. and betrayal of yourself. And just kind of, even just in the idea that people will be connecting without you there. Mm-hmm. That could the worst the, the worst thing that could happen throughout this is that you'll feel like you're missing stuff here at home because you're gone. Yeah. Okay, so the next position is how can I avoid that worst thing? Great. Now I've started humming as a time passage when I'm shuffling. That's oh. not gonna be annoying on the podcast at all. <laughs> it's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll just cut it out. It's fine. <laughs> Or mute it. It's You're like, fine. yeah, Holly does a lot of humming these days. I don't know what her deal is. 
Okay, so how can you avoid that worst thing? Oh, I'm going to do seven. Oh, okay. The hermit wants to pop out. Okay. Um, and let's do one more. The hermit and the empress. Okay. So how you can avoid feeling like people are sort of moving forward without you is remembering that this is about you as an mm-hmm. individual, your own growth, your own kind of exploration of what's valuable to you and what makes you feel whole and what makes you feel good. And so remembering instead of being like, oh, but life is going to keep going on and I feel like people are moving on from needing me. Remember that this experience is about you and you alone. Like both of the cards that I Mm -hmm. pulled are major arcanas. This is a major, major moment in your life. And also both of them are fairly solitary figures. The hermit obviously is. But even the Empress, like the Empress and the Emperor are frequently paired, but they're very, very separate from each other. Yeah. And the Empress really is sort of about finding that like core passion and lushness and creativity and, you know, like things that you can bring into the world. And so Mm -hmm. reminding yourself that it doesn't matter how people are interacting with you gone. It doesn't matter if it feels like they're all sort of like experiencing things together in your absence. This is about you and about your personal growth. Yeah. I love the Empress popping up. I know me too. I think the Empress and the Hermit are basically the best in this situation. Yeah. All right. So the final positions are a pep talk. Do you want to each pull two cards for a pep talk? Yeah. Let's pull two cards for pep talk. Do you want to do an Oracle deck or a, I'm going to use compendium. Oh, I have vessel Oracle, which is like a self care deck. I just got this last week. So I will do that as Oracle. So we'll pull two cards each, right? Yeah. You're not going to pull out like five on me. Well, we'll see. No promises. So it's just a pep talk. Okay. No promises. Fine. Pep talk. Okay. Okay. So the pep talk cards I got from Vessel Oracle are love and it gets better. Oh, yay. And I got overcome and enhance, which seems really related to yours. And it says, oh, I love this for love in the book. It says you have love and are loved. Love is the fuel for your journey. Like how perfect is that? That's such a good reminder. Yeah. I love it. And it will get better. Does that It have... definitely gets better. And then I think overcome and enhance is also kind of like remembering that you have this baseline, this really solid baseline. And so when you're going out and kind of hermiting and empressing on your own, it's not about like rejecting your past. It's about enhancing your past mm-hmm. and reminding yourself of how much you've done and how much you've overcome and then allowing yourself to sort of like experience new things on your own, knowing how accomplished you already are exciting i know we're so excited for you and if you're in the philippines and you want to pop over to korea to i'm korea. sure esther would take you out just to like, dinner yeah. if you just let me just give me like a 12 hour notice i can like <laughs> take a bus up to seoul and we can meet for some some gyopsal barbecue stuff oh so. damn maybe i'll go to korea i mean i keep saying you should come on this side of the ocean i know i know i want to maybe next year yeah <laughs> okay great well those are our questions yes and now it's time to talk about our deck of the week yes 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 yes. our deck of the week this week is the marigold tarot it was originally a kickstarter in early 2018 but it's now sold through the artist's website it is illustrated by amrit brar and they say about the deck a 78 card deck rooted in life death and gold 
Yes, all the things we love. Yeah, draws <laughs> references from anatomy, nature, and distinctly Punjabi imagery. The rings are showcased by hands bearing rings or encircling ring-like ornaments. The swords, in this case, range from long swords to daggers. Wands are symbolized by various flower stems, and cups are symbolized by skulls acting as vessels. Yeah. I do not have this deck, so I'm so excited to talk about it with you. Yes, but you did buy it for me for my birthday. I did. Yes, I did. That was so exciting. Because it really, I mean, I love skeletons, and I love gold, but you really love skeletons really love skeletons and gold (laughs) (laughs) those are like two combining like forces exactly skeletons i have lots of gold not as many skeletons as kylie has kylie has extreme amount of skeletons yeah basically anything with a skeleton she'll have she has a skull at her office so what are your general impressions and vibes of this deck ah this deck is like deliciously dark and sparkly Ooh, tell me more well, I mean, it's black and gold, so I mean, yeah, that's, it's like a different way to it's say. Pretty that. literal, but, <laughs> very literal. What's the but, vibe, Esther? The, well, just the the aesthetic is very interesting. I think because of the author's like history and culture, I really appreciated getting to know their culture through this deck because yeah. all of like the cultural, like the swords, the yeah. daggers, and the clothing, like are all sort of very different than what we're used to in Western culture. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was like Punjabi inspired until I read that on the website. And then a lot made a lot of sense because so there's a ton yeah. of like skeletons and saris and stuff like that. Yes. Yes. It's cool. I just thought it was like really interesting and a really creative way to marry tarot and a culture and for that to be significant for the creator itself. Totally. And especially like the minor arcana is more pips-ish. Like there's really not any sort of indication like visually like um, what we would say like the Rider-Waite-Smith is more like a narrative picture. So it's it's not difficult to read. It's because like there's um, with some of my favorite cards like it's just really interesting way that they they incorporate the pips but also kind of give visually some meaning to it if that makes yeah. sense. It's not just like a like a flower on a page or Do you I have mean, an example that you want to share? Okay. So one of my favorite cards is the 3 of cups. Of course we know the 3 of cups are the three ladies usually dancing on the um RWS deck. Yeah, this totally. one is there is one primary skull and two other skulls feeding like Yeah, their that brain was one of the ones it. that I selected as my favorite. I think that's so interesting. And just like the concept and the idea that there's like you're always when you're with your soul people, you're always like sharing with each other, yeah. they're sharing with you and you're gleaning and there's like a f- sunflower that's actually blooming and so it's just those thoughts and ideas from other people that like make you blossom like to me me, that was like even though it's technically like three skulls the meaning that you could imply with the positions of the skulls and things i think is like very well yeah i really liked that the the, sort of the element of adding it to like we get something out of the three of cups it's not just about drinking and dancing yeah exactly yeah so I so that was kind of what I mean. Like it's not like a picture narrative like we're used to, but it's not yeah entirely like a pip stick like a Terra de Marseille. I love it. So I guess maybe we should backtrack to what kinds of readings you use this for, and then we'll talk about more favorite cards because I do think that there are a lot of cards that are worth mentioning. Yes, yes. So I used this for a Samhain reading last week because oh, I feel like it's. Um, I think actually what I'm going to start doing is using this for ancestral work. I could see that doing super well. Because I've been using ethereal visions, but I think 
that one deck is just t- kind of tired and yeah. the imagery doesn't speak to me as much as it used to at one point for ancestral work. Well, and, and this also one- I think in this season having the dark is probably a little bit more like feeling connected feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because ethereal visions feel so spring like. Yeah. I st- started beforehand, but like really regularly started to reach for this as an ancestral sort of working deck. Awesome. So, um, so you, I haven't showed it off a lot just because there are some decks where I keep more private because they're a little bit more special to me. Yeah. So, um, but Buja Witchcraft has been doing like a really great like pictures and stuff. So if you want to see other pictures aside from our favorite cards, you can go look at their feed because oh, that's a they, good call. they've been using it a lot recently. So for me, it's been more ancestral work, but Buja Witchcraft has been using it for daily pools and stuff. So it's definitely something readable, something you can use on a daily basis. Yeah. And just really like fun and dark and spoopy and amazing. I like it. So great. So great. All right. So favorite cards. I want to hear about yours first because since I don't have this, I did mostly just based on Instagram pictures of other people's okay. favorites. Okay. okay. So how I, many favorites did you end up with? <laughs> uh, let's see. In- including the three of cups, we just went over one, two, three, four, five, six. And that's just because most of them are pips. So yeah. like pip-ish. And so that's that's kind of the reason... Like, even though they are more stylized, it's still, like, you know, with rings, there's still, like, three rings on a finger, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. It's not, like, it's you can only do so much, which is not a, like, bad thing, but just stylistically-wise. Okay. <laughs> so, that's why they're free cards. So, four of wands are four ginormous, I forget what those flowers are called. I just got some, like, two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Mm. They look like chrysanthemums. Chry- yeah. I think chrysanthemums, maybe. They look can like you- mums to me. Maybe yeah. spider mums. They're like long stemmed mums and they're just in full bloom, like a full yeah, that's really party pretty. would be. And they're so pretty. So I really love like that whole bouquet. And that kind of reminded me of the flowers that I got a few weeks ago for with my ancestors for my ancestor altar. So that was kind of like emotionally meaningful. Okay. Aww. The next oh, I'll say I'll save him for last because I think he's kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. The the <laughs> devil I think the this devil card is really interesting because so I really this, like the devil card. It's really interesting because there's like there's like snake around two couples, but she's like leaning back to the man, like kind of, or I don't know if it's a she or he skeleton. The skeleton, <laughs> one skeleton in the front is like leaning back to the skeleton behind it, and it's kind of like coddling its face. I don't know if it's yeah. like grabbing for. To me, it doesn't seem like it's a grabbing and terror. Like I'm, you're killing me. Why? No, you're it me. seems really sexy, but skeletons. Yeah, sexy skeletons. So it's, it's, it looks like <laughs> someone's hugging the other skeleton, and and like he has like a like the bright rays of light over his head like ooh this is exciting like yeah that's cool i like that card cow, skeletons okay then next is the moon i don't know if this is bat ears or just like really big dog ears but it's like a dog skeleton in the face with the moon i think above. it's a bat that looks but like I, a bat to me okay i thought it was a bat but then i was like what if it's a like a really special chihuahua dog? maybe yeah i was like no i, I think th- it's a bat because of those well is there a book that came with this? Nope. No book. Oh. So maybe there was I think there might be something. a PDF version, but. Oh, yes. I think there is PDF version. There maybe was I was on supposed to send that to you when I bought it. No, 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 no. Because I think I could download it on the website. It's fine. It's my fault. I just forgot. Because, like, <laughs> there's fangs in the front, and I don't think those are bat fangs. I know. That's what I was thinking. It looks like a bat, but bats don't have fangs like, like fangs that. like that. Yeah. I know they Unless, have, like, small. Yeah, they have little teethsies. Yeah. But do they have top and bottom? We don't. We're not. We're not batatologists. <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a it's a bat dog thing that has like bat ears. So maybe it's just a, co- a combination of like the night spooky animals. Or something. Yeah, but I really love that because it's super like 
creepy, mystical, moony, like, and of course the moon, obviously. Okay. Next, this is one of my favorite cards, is the Queen of Cups, because she has a succulent in her skull. Uh, Yeah, I really like the King of Cups, too. I think that they're really well done with the sort of, like, addition of plant matter to the skulls. I I was like, I would do, like, a whole deck of skulls and plants. Can someone make that happen? Kylie, this is your job. I'm sorry. Will you just... For one second. Oh, I just fucked up my mic because I was like, girl, you want skulls and plants? What about antique anatomy? Oh, I have, but I have more skulls. We need need more skulls and more plants. These are, this is a succulent (laughs) in in antique anatomy. It's all flowers. (laughs) I need like a succulent version. Claire, we need a succulent version stat. I know you're not busy. While you're in the middle of creating a gigantic other deck. (laughs) Um, and then my last favorite card, and I actually just think this is just kind of hilarious, is the Knight of Swords, because he's just hacking in the free field for no fucking reason. His mouth is open, too. It's, it's, it looks, he looks like he's having so much fun and just hacking away at the weeds <laughs> in the field. Like, with like that's to me how a Knight of Swords is. He's just, like, hacking away with no reason and just an yeah. idiot with the sword, yeah, basically. Yeah, I love that. That's hilarious. <laughs> So the so, only favorites that I had that you didn't mention, because okay. I really love the Three of Cups. I mentioned the King of Cups. I like the Eight of Wands a lot. Mm-hmm. It has Eight Wands, but the reason I like it is because of the fruit. I just think that yes, it's the really pretty. So pretty. I don't know if it like matches my definition of the Eight of Wands that well, yeah. but it's really pretty. And I also really, really like the uh, Two of Rings. The hands oh, clasping the hands, is so yeah. pretty. I put that one to the side, so... I think that the hand, like, hands are so difficult to draw, and a lot of the hands that are in this, especially for the ring suit, are just Mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. I like that they changed it to rings as well, like, instead of pentacles and money. I like that. Yeah, I liked that change a lot, too. All right, so you're in charge of pulling cards to pull for our relationship with the deck. Okay, so I will do Holly first. Holly's relationship with this deck. Holly's (laughs) relationship with this deck. Let's see. We're ready. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Your card is Justice. Oh, hey, Justice. That's really interesting. Justice came up twice. Yeah, what no kidding. Gonna, what are you supposed to do with Justice today, Holly? Why is Justice tr- stalking I you? I mean, it's it's registration season, and so everything is kind of about rules and, like, regulations. There's not as much space for flexibility as I like. Yes. So I could see that being like, you can't. No matter how badly you want to be flexible, this is not the time for it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm feeling very justice so that makes very a lot of sense to me. Okay, that's good. Okay, and then pulling a card from my relationship with the deck. Oh, my relationship with this deck. Please don't ruin me for a fool in front of everyone. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's see. Oh, the star. Let's see. Aww, it has like, it's like a different opposite. skull. It's like a, I think it's a raven skull because it looks like a raven skull with feathers on the side. That's really sweet. That I like that sweet. as your relationship with the deck. I do because it's very healing because as I discussed on Tara's podcast, ancestral work is very much of a struggle sometimes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. I really like this deck. I'm probably still not going to buy it because I feel like I already have enough decks that are black and gold. Yeah. And skeletal. And Me. skeletally. But it is really beautiful. So yes. check out Esther's Instagram for pictures of it. Yes, and yes. next week we're going to be doing Herb Crafters Tarot, which I'm Yay. really excited to talk about. It's another mass market. And it's so complicated. I think we're going to spend a lot of time with it. Yes, I think so. And then also two weeks from now, we're going to be reviewing The Creative Tarot, which is a book by Jessa Crispin. 
And we'll post about that on Instagram. We're excited to talk about it. I've had it for several years. I really like it. So I'm excited to talk about it with you, Esther. I know. I have not read it yet. So, but you always mention it as a resource. And it's a other cool episodes. resource. It's really, and also as some, for you, especially as somebody who has like sort of big chunks of pop culture missing, mm-hmm. I think it could be really cool okay. for you to sort of like explore some pop cultural stuff. Okay. Because each, well, we'll talk about it in two it, weeks. Everything like has, is on the peripheral, like, just as an example, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, it's a peripheral thing. Hanson, yeah. not allowed to happen. It's peripheral. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to kind of start to... And she doesn't talk about that stuff as much, but okay. it's, but it's just, cool. Just You're going to like, like it. Showing people like how much I miss. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just to <laughs> show, extend the gap a little bit. Yes, 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 yes. All right, so that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information blah, 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 at wildlytarot.com, including a handy-dandy form with which to submit questions that obviously has no character limit. And we don't mind you telling us long stories. No. I really liked that, Nicole. Absolutely send us long questions. Well, and we reserve the right to edit down as we see. Like, Yeah, that would but be this all seems normal. relevant. Yeah, this seems relevant. But we love to hear your stories and hear from you in yeah. long, extensive ways. Exactly. I love long form articles. So just saying. (laughs) Okay. And also tell your friends about us and write and review us. It helps us grow and makes us just absolutely thrilled and happy when you we do that. super appreciate it. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community um, by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. My dog, hold on. Can you, you might be able to hear this. Mac is dreaming and she's actually whining. Oh my gosh. Well, doing is over here snoring. So they're both like in this together. Yeah, the dogs are having a rough, rough time. Rough morning. Anyway. And you can also support us on Patreon. We would love your support. And now is the time that we're going to draw for our reading for the month for our Patreon members. So if you donate at our $5 or $15 levels, you get a chance to get a reading from us, whether it be PDF, video, audio. Whatever you're most comfortable with. Most comfortable with, we can do it for you. And this month, it is my month to do a reading for you. So, Holly, I would like for you to pick a number between 1 and 86. Mm, 79. 79. Not 69, everyone. 79. 79. So, 79 is Stevie. So, Stevie, I will be contacting you via Patreon to set up a reading time with you or if you'd like a PDF or audio whatever you can do it whatever it's gonna be personal it's gonna be personal and like goes more in depth than what we can normally do for for yeah exciting exciting stuff and remember go forth and tarot wildly this week we love you yes we do we love you so much 